0: For me, one of the key things I'm really looking for when hiring, uh, like CSM specifically, uh, but also kind of across the rest of our team, is, is curiosity. So we really want them to, to know and to understand um, and to just actually be willing to dig deeper and, and come in kind of to actually really just get under the skin of those customers and not just take like the basic answers as the gospel. You need to kind of dig deeper into that next level. And that kind of comes also across to, you know, our customer support team and and other teams. It's all very important, I would say, just in customer-facing teams is curiosity.
1: Welcome to The Entrepreneur Project, stories of innovation and scale. Each episode, we're diving into conversation with entrepreneurs, innovators, and business leaders who will share insight into growing high-impact organizations. It's a tale as old as time. The customer comes first. Unless you're in retail or hospitality and the customer is right there in front of you, it's easier said than done. When you're working with clients and partners over email or the phone every day, it's easy to forget that you're dealing with real people. And that's where our guest comes in. Jo Massey is the VP of Customer Success at Slido. That's right, success, not service. Leading her team of customer success managers, or CSM, Joe ensures that every customer interaction is meaningful, delivers value, and provides an unbeatable customer experience. At the heart of this mission is understanding that not all customers are the same. By listening carefully to what their customers are trying to achieve and engaging with them throughout the journey, the CSM team can be proactive when the customer's business objectives change. Joe believes that if you focus on the success of your customers, the rest will follow. This passion hasn't gone unnoticed. In 2018, Gainsight recognised Slido for their voice of the customer programme as being among the best in class across the European region.
2: I'm here at Startup Summit 2019, this time with... Joe Massey from Slido. How are you getting on, Joe?
0: Really good. It's great to be here, good. up in Edinburgh.
2: Yes, indeed. Where are you from originally? Uh,
0: I Right now I live in Worcestershire, but okay. I'm planning to move here in the next few ah, months. So here, scoping things out.
2: Good choice. Good <laughs> choice. Edinburgh's a good city. Uh, so you work for Slido. Yeah. What does Slido do?
0: Uh, we are a web app for meetings and events. We're really trying to maximise the experience that people get from joining a live meeting or a live event. Uh, really trying to to give a voice to the audience and make sure that people can be involved in the conversation as well you we have some great insights have uh, either in your company in your meetings or or also kind of at conferences like this um everyone is everyone's an expert in their own way yeah I think, perfect
2: so. yeah we I, I used to work in universities and we used to use a very similar tool for getting feedback from students and stuff like that and it's amazing the effect it has on an audience as soon as they can feedback somehow they can have some kind of power over mm-hmm. what happens
0: makes a huge difference actually that's how we, we started our, really? our founder and CEO was a lecturer in a university yeah. in, in Bratislava and he really wanted to get instant feedback from his yeah. students to know yeah. how he was doing so yes What we're all about, really.
2: Excellent. So you're now in customer success with Slido, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I lead our customer facing team. So as our VP of customer success, so looking after. Our customer support, customer experience team, and also uh, that more traditional customer success, which we call our guides team, who are really helping our subscription customers get value from the tool.
2: So that interesting right away there. I was gonna ask how what is this team made up of? Because customer success can be made up of lots of different aspects. So you're saying it's your support's definitely in there, mm-hmm. customer experience as well. Yeah. And there is a dedicated customer success team. Too.
0: Yeah, of course. So we actually, when we when it comes to thinking about customer success, what we think about is like, how do we make our customers successful? So that's what this team is really focused on. We have a shared mission also with our sales team, which is to give an unbeatable customer experience at every step of the user journey. So that's what we're really striving to do across that team. It's what customer success means to us. Uh, but yeah, we have also a dedicated team, like I say, our guides team, who are focused on that more traditional customer success concept of making sure that customers get value from the tool and therefore renew and continue on with your business kind
2: of thing. With, with Slido then, what is, your, what, is, what is success for most of your customers? Do you have just one or is there a whole bunch of different measures?
0: Uh, there's definitely quite a lot of different measures we have a lot of different use cases that people are using for us for we kind of mentioned a few already yeah. uh, so your success metrics that you're using when you're an internal comms manager using us for an all-hands meeting is going to be very different to if you're a conference organizer putting course, on a conference like yeah. it's is all all tied together with engagement um, but it could be you know if you are running like a smaller meeting like actually just having one question could be success for you. But yeah, if you're yeah. running a conference with 150 people in the room, you're probably not gonna be happy if you've only got one question coming through. So yes. those success yeah. metrics do vary depending on the use case and, and people. But yeah, really yeah. just helping our customers like, achieve their goals is what we're really looking for and striving for with yeah. that team. Yeah.
2: What, is there any one of those customers are your kind of uh, your core customer or do you do you definitely put your efforts across a, a wider range
0: uh, no that's a good that's a good question actually and we've that's changed and evolved as we've kind of grown um, yeah. up grown up I would say we're, yeah, we're yeah. seven years old now so we've been <laughs> around around for a fair while but yeah. we really started in that conference segment as more people saw us at conferences they saw us at kind of external events they were yeah. like oh, i could use this internally and so for the last couple of years we've been really focusing on um the internal meetings so actually we have a good product market fit for it. all hands town halls big company department meetings so being used a lot there and then as people are seeing us in those meetings they actually want to use us uh, at their smaller so their team meetings yeah. internal trainings and things like that so that's where we'll probably be looking to focus in in the next kind of couple of years. But we need to make some ad- adaptations to the product to make that possible. So we just launched like a Google Slides integration yeah. to make it just much easier for single presenters to use us in those meetings where you don't have a whole team of people helping you. Yeah. Kind of thing. yeah. So.
2: Is that a, there seems like there might be a bit of a conflict there between you know the business wants to or the people that run the business the Uh, the strategy might be to expand out Mm -hmm. to different verticals, different areas. Is that, but that might be a struggle for customer success because suddenly, as you say, there's lots of different measures of success. And then how do you tell which one's which? How do you make sure that particular customer is successful? Is there there a struggle there?
0: Uh, I don't think so because we're ultimately all striving towards creating successful customers and customers who achieve what they're looking to achieve so i think that you know every every successful customer can turn into an advocate for you which will fuel growth like customer success in my mind is definitely a growth engine for businesses it's not like i hear lots of debates about whether it's just a cost center but it's definitely not a cost center it's definitely something where you do have those people you've got those insights you have those insights where you can actually make your business better, and who you can also turn into actually to, into those advocates who will go out and proactively talk about your business. They will be really happy
1: yeah. um,
0: to actually share that, and that obviously fuels growth. At Slido, we have quite a like we have quite a viral product. That's probably fair to yeah, yeah. fair to kind of uh, describe us because you know when anyone sees us and uses us well. Uh, then it encourages other people to, oh, I could use this um, for my meeting or my use case. So, you know, we don't have any conflict um, there because, you know, we need our customers to use us successfully in order to fuel our future growth kind yes. of thing. So, yeah, yeah. But I can see how in other businesses it, it could be difficult. There might
2: be conflicts, yeah. Do you, do you think it's uh, underrated, underrepresented? Function in most businesses or is it pretty established these days that any decent business has to have that?
0: Uh, it's, it's, no, I think, I think it's growing and I think that over... Like I started in customer success uh, three years ago and even I didn't really know much about it before mm-hmm. I started. When I actually look back on my career I was actually doing something similar but it just had a different name. Uh, but I think it's definitely growing. It's becoming more established and more expected mm-hmm. and definitely like people are actually starting to see that hey this is how we can actually build our business better in a more sustainable healthier way Mm -hmm. and like being more proactive opposed to just being like churn fighters kind of thing I think that relationship with product is growing and I've seen over the last few years like the community growing I'm part of some customer success communities in in London that is growing there's uh, Gainsight's run an event called pulse which is actually happening next week which is growing every year and it's awesome to see the conversations that are happening and and growing in the just in the industry and how that's changed from you know two years ago it was definitely all about how do i how do i buy the business leaders into this concept whereas now it's much more like okay we've got all this responsibility in the businesses and we've got what we wanted so now Now how do we do, what do we do with that and how do we evolve kind of things? It's been interesting to see that journey. I'm sure,
2: yeah, quite a big change. What makes a good customer success staff member?
0: That's a good question. I think (laughs) that, you know, for me, one of the key things I'm really looking for when hiring, uh, like CSM specifically, uh, but also kind of across the rest of our team, is, is curiosity. So we really want them to to know and to understand um, and to just actually be willing to dig deeper and, and come in kind of to actually and really just get under the skin of those customers and not just take, like, the basic answers as a, like... Yeah, as the yeah. gospel, you yeah. need to kind of dig deeper, Del- deeper into yeah. that next level, and and that kind of comes also across to you know our customer support team and and other teams. It, it's all very important, I would say, just in customer-facing teams, is curiosity. Yeah, and then of course, yeah, being able to be responsible and diligent and do what you do, put your money where your mouth is, almost like actually delivering and for those customers, and and of course empathy. Because yeah. it uh, goes without saying, I think you need a very high, high degree and level of, of empathy and understanding for yeah. customers. So.
2: That's an, is there a way to test for that? How do you, how do you interview people for, uh, say, empathy, <laughs> curiosity? They're all very soft skills. Like, how do you test for that?
0: Very, very soft skills. Actually, when I'm doing uh, interviews, I take a very EQ approach. I'm very much like focusing on culture fit and understanding... Like how they're thinking about things, how they would approach things. We we also do a case study uh, before people get to the interview stage, just to check on this thing. But we're also very strict, at least at Sido, on on making sure we hire for culture fit. Hmm. So if someone isn't a good fit for our values, uh, then we will kind of like turn them down and and say no. I was interviewing a sales leader uh, quite recently, and he was great on paper, really great experience, but just he didn't have that same approach to how really? we actually take go to our customers. Like he would have done a great job, but he would have changed our culture yeah. if we were to bring him on board. So it was like, okay, this isn't, this isn't the right thing to do. So we said no. But yeah, very much kind of asking people like how they see things, how they would approach things, and just understanding what makes them tick is much more important to me in an interview than what they can actually do yeah, um, yeah or what their experiences in the past yeah
2: kind of thing. What, what are there any particular backgrounds that they tend to come from though
0: no uh yeah very very varied and yeah especially when we also look at our csm team actually some of our, our strongest people in our customer success team uh, have come from they studied law like those are those tend to actually be quite interesting that yeah. uh, they've they've come from there I've got a couple of people who've been in account management or yeah. like marketing and advertising kind of area so I don't think that there's necessarily a, a one size fits all and, and customer success is also one of a very fast growing industry and there's a lot of demand for customer success yeah. managers and, and people to fill this role and I think that you have to look outside of that box of actually is experience that important like you actually need that that right fit and Mm. right skills is actually much more important so if if anyone's looking for this to hire like their first CS people yeah the first ones it helps to have experience but after that uh, definitely just look outside the box and think outside the box of what you really want
2: yeah do you how do you induct your new staff are there particular training programs you put them through like how how do you train people for (laughs) customer success
0: actually that's a that's a good one so everyone who joins our company spent two weeks Uh uh in doing like a very structured onboarding just learning about the business as a whole and then anybody who's going into a customer facing role and also some marketing roles like product managers You know, people who really definitely need to be customer-focused and understand uh, what we do, they actually spend at least uh, three months in our customer support or our customer care team. So we put everyone through our customer care team. They get exposure to so much of the product. They, you know, they understand our voice and tone. They understand how we work with things. And they just get such a breadth of exposure very, very quickly. So, yeah, that is super invaluable. And it's really helped us uh, build that through the business yeah. and we, we keep that as a, alive we actually do a rotation program it's one of my favorite favorite parts of the month actually yeah. where uh, we ask everyone in our customer placing teams to spend four hours each month uh, on our customer care yeah, and yeah so like, I love being there it's one of like the best times of the month yeah, uh, for me, I would say so.
2: Get to talk to the real people on the front line. Yeah, you yeah.
0: just you just get so much more insight into what's going on in the business and what yeah. your customers are thinking and feeling and and saying, kind of things. Yeah.
2: So. <laughs> so how I mean, when you start thinking about this, where where would you tell, uh, say, a growing startup, early stage, their first thinking about customer success, maybe taking on their first staff member, where would they where would they start looking to? Uh, to improve this like what are are there measures that they can see how they're getting on right now and then um, sort of first techniques that might be sort of low-hanging fruit to improve their customer success
0: I think uh, hmm. like obviously if you're a subscription business and subscription model sure. then you're going to be looking at your retention and actually how many of your customers are coming to you how many of them are sticking around and that's actually a really key indicator of, of how you're doing obviously if you have a churn problem then you really need to invest in customer success in order to like, they can actually be the ones who, who help you to turn that around but yeah. I would have wait until you have a churn problem like don't I don't think you can, it's it can never be too early to invest in customer success yeah. because that's actually what's going to help fuel you through, like through the next kind of stages of growth. I would yeah. say so. Yeah. I would definitely say like hire early for a customer success leader or someone who does have some experience in, in building those initial processes and initial team. Yeah. They're definitely going to have to change and evolve, uh, probably like every. Every few customers, I would say to start with, you have, and you need someone who's really flexible and can actually grow and evolve uh, with the business. But don't wait until you have a churn problem. Definitely, like do it early. What
2: would you count as a churn problem? (laughs)
0: uh, That there's no correct answer. I don't think. Obviously, the top. The very top companies who are doing really successfully are like post IPO if you look at Silicon Valley right now like those are the most successful companies have like 150% net revenue retention you know those are that's the really strong end of the spectrum but it really does depend on your business it depends on the use case uh, like for example with Sido we, we will never have 100% net retention oh not net retention 100% revenue we will never have 100% uh, retention at Slido because we have people who use us for projects. Maybe you're just running a roadshow yeah, for yeah, six months of the temporary year. Temporary use. Like, yeah. it's a kind of a temporary use. That's, of course, not all of our users, but uh, you need to also consider those kind of things when you when you take it in mind. So.
2: Yeah, yeah. What would you see as the... You know the standard toolbox of a customer success staffer. Like, what do they? What do they start with? Is it? Is it do- good documentation? Is it uh, like onboarding? Is it what? Where do you? Where do you count as the sort of biggest levers?
0: Um, I, th- it, again. There's. I think it varies and it depends really? on yeah. on what on what you're doing and what what you need and how much you want to uh, or need to invest. I think it, when you start, a simple spreadsheet can do the job and you can just you start with a spreadsheet tracking your customers and that's at least how how we started and as you scale and as you grow uh, that will change and that will vary i think you need a very strong and good support tool and toolkit there i think that's super key and uh, that we obviously everything as slido grew out of our support team so like that was very fundamental yeah, to us okay. at the beginning and actually being able to collaborate and work together on that. As we've grown we invested in customer success software yeah. uh, so we we personally chose to use Gainsight um, who are one of the market leaders in there because we have a very, they're also a customer of us so we have a very strong r- working relationship yeah, uh, yeah. with them already uh, okay. but that's, Gainsight is not the tool for everyone. I think that there are other tools which like makes sense depends on yeah. like the size of your what type of customers you have if you're if you're serving enterprise customers uh you're gonna work very differently to us for example you have a lot of kind of like we have fewer much fewer uh, enterprise customers and like gainsight is definitely a good good fit for that that yeah. tool but yeah. when if you've got kind of you know lots of smaller customers and you're working with them in a much more one-to-many way which is the majority of our customers like you know you probably need a different tool set and a different thing uh, to work with them and just depends on on your business i would say yeah
2: yeah can you tell me about one thing that you have done at slido then had a big a big difference or made a big difference to your customer success stats
0: uh i think when it comes back to When I look back in time, when I first started leading uh, the team, I actually started as one of our customer success managers, and I took on the team kind of about two years ago. And when I first started working with the team, we didn't necessarily... We hadn't hired anyone with customer success experience, and we weren't necessarily thinking always in the right way. And the real turning point for me and for us as the whole team was... Uh, we we did kind of a personas and customer journey yeah, sure. um, mapping process which was which was really great uh, and I would recommend if you don't have this like that's the first thing yeah, you should yeah, that, do like yeah. actually just understanding your customers and then taking that to the next level of not treating all of your customers like they're exactly the same person uh, and that was a real yeah a real turning point uh, for our team and also enabled us to like make sure we're giving the right advice to the right customers and really actually being able to become specialists in our domain, uh, become those experts and those trusted advisors that, you know, you're having some problems with your internal communication. Yeah, we can help you. We can advise you on what you need to do in order to make sure that that's successful, not not just with the product, but just in general, like actually helping our customers around the whole domain opposed to just, okay, this is how you can technically use our product. This is the button you need to press. Like that's not... You don't need customer success to do that. Like Your product should do that itself. You should have onboarding and actually help the customers that way because otherwise you'll never scale yeah, your yeah, business, basically. Yeah, so create domain experts, and that's, that's what's been a turning point for us, I would Great. say.
2: When you get feedback from customers, how do, you, how do you prioritize the features they ask for, and how do you balance that with your own roadmap?
0: Yeah, of course. Actually, we don't really have a roadmap at Slido anymore. Okay. We abolished our roadmap in January. Oh, okay. Um, and what we actually did is we've we've transitioned much more into a insights based business model. I don't know how I don't know really how to describe it, but we what we do is actually we listen very intensely to our customers as this is probably one of the things i'm proudest of from what we do with cyto so i mentioned our customer experience team earlier and they're responsible for collecting all of the insights about our customers across the business so we have three different types of customers we have a we are a freemium product, so we have a free basic version. Uh, we have people who just use this, purchase a one-time package. And then we have those annual subscription customers. So obviously, some of those needs and those requests are quite different. And we're working differently with those different types of customers. Yeah, yeah. Those freemium customers don't always have like a... Per- Sometimes they have a personal support, but they don't always have that person who's actually proactively working with yeah. them. But we care about all of them. So we want to listen to all of them. So we collect all of the insights from our NPS comments, from our support tools, so the conversations we're basically having with our customers all the time, and also from customer calls that our CSMs or our sales team are having uh, with customers, so the CX team look at those, they work um, with the trends and they look at what's actually happening. And they make sure that our product teams know about the problems and also the recurring themes that are coming up. And What are people asking for? What do they want? And what, depending on what we're focusing on in the business, right now we're focusing on growth. Uh, So what are the things that actually people are looking for and asking for that will actually help us fuel our growth and help us kind of expand? And then we take kind of top, like, instead of having a top-down roadmap, we have, like, bottom-up experiments. So we have... Like autonomous product teams which also have a CX researcher embedded in them uh, who will run a series of experiments to actually see what works and what will actually make sense to solve the problems of the customers of course doing user research and user testing along the way to make sure that we solve the customers problems that they're looking for in the right way that makes sense for them and how they would use it opposed to just how we're thinking about it and how we think it will work because sometimes you know we design something and we're like oh this is perfect this is going to be great yeah. <laughs> and then you actually show your prototype to a customer and they're like oh this doesn't make any sense i've got no idea how to do this and you know that's, that's super insightful and it's better to know that before you've invested yeah. very yeah. precious engineering uh, teams Resources, into actually yeah, totally. doing yeah. that yeah oh, yeah
2: now that makes a lot of sense <laughs> So if you have, say, a, a brand new company, a brand new startup, there's just two or three of them in there. Mm-hmm. Are there any little, oh, what's the first thing you would think about in terms of starting that customer success journey?
0: Hey, just listen to your customers. Yeah. Like, that's the first thing. Yeah, Make sure that you're talking to your customers. I think it's important, especially in those early stages, but like also as you grow, make sure that. Those important people are regularly having conversations with customers, so yeah. from the CEO to your head of yeah. product, to your head of sales, to your head of customer success, like whoever that is, like it's important that they maintain that touch. Yeah. Um, with customers, and they're talking. Well, they're talking to them regularly. Now. I'm, I'm here in Edinburgh just for a couple of days, but I'm heading out to meet some of our users tomorrow, oh, uh, just awesome. to, you know, just to hear from them and to speak to them, and yeah. just to hear how it's working. And I think I take so much from from that. So, if you're just starting to think about customer success, yeah, like listen to your users. Um, start with a good solid customer support and or customer care team and then like as things blossom and as things grow like see when it makes sense um to actually bring in something more structured and depends on if you're going if you're straight away into a subscription business then probably bring in that customer success leader much quicker um, if it's if you also have a freemium model and that's how you're going to expand, then yeah, starting with support would probably make more sense, and then your customer success team will blossom from there yeah. as you pro- as you get your first subscription customers.
2: Yeah, great, excellent advice. Thank you very much, Joel.
0: Cool. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the
2: time. Cheers. But- The Entrepreneur Project is brought to you by FutureX and the podcast host. You can get more information about FutureX at futurexinnovation.com. And if you want to launch your own podcast, check out the full guide at thepodcasthost.com forward slash start. Or feel free to try out the podcast maker app, alatu.com That's A-L-I-T-U ucom Graphics are by Laurie Davidson and the show is edited and produced by the podcast host.